0: Welcome to Live at the Napa, you're here with uh, JB and
1: David Cunningham.
0: What are we talking about today, Dave? Well,
1: first, episode 10, JB. Wow, so, yeah. wow, that's a bit of a milestone. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know how many people have listened to the 10 episodes. Probably not too many, but... Uh, but the ones that do are enthusiastic. Yep, yep, <laughs> so we'll take that. Um, 10 down, I don't know. We'll have a big celebration at 100, maybe, which is probably a couple of years away, but time flies when you're having fun, which oh. we are, eh? <laughs> yeah,
0: I wonder how many bankers listen to our podcast.
1: Hmm. I think it's probably the primary audience actually <laughs> hey so that's probably a good entree because um, this week we've had a really interesting development in the home loan market and that was that uh, at the start of the week the ASB Bank put up their fixed home loan rates by about 25 basis points and that's taken the one year rate for example to 7.25%, which is the highest rate since pre-GFC, so we're talking 15 years, so 7.25, and that's 28 basis points, 0.28%, above the average of all the other big banks. The two-year rate is 23 points higher and the three-year rate's 0.2% higher. So JB, standing back, why did it's a bit sneaky, eh? ASB put up rates, you know, around about a quarter of a percent um, this week?
0: Yeah, it's a bit sneaky. Um they probably thought they could get away with it because it's really interesting because most of the commentary out there, most of the noise has been about wholesale rates going up. Yeah. And long t- long-term long wholesale rates have been jumping up and down a bit, right? They've been going down and up like a yo-yo based on inflation, data that keeps coming out mm. overseas and locally mm. that, that's been putting it all over the place. Long-term wholesale rates are up because everyone's still a little bit unsure about inflation. Um, but the interesting thing is, and they put their long-term rates up, and I expect that all the banks will put their long-term where,
1: where rates up. When you say long-term, what do you mean? Ten uh,
0: years or? Uh, three to five-year fixed okay. rates. Mm-hmm. Um, they, 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 they've, they've gone up, and I, I, I think mm-hmm. rightly so. The sneaky thing is putting their one-year rate up, because the one-year fixed home loan rate is much more tied to the OCR, and of course we know the OCR hasn't changed, we know that the governor's come out and said that we're pretty much at the top of the cycle. Maybe, you know, maybe that will change and maybe it could go up a little bit further, but at this stage, no, and our view certainly internally is no. Um, so they've taken extra margin, because the, the one-year swap rate hasn't moved at all, right?
1: Yeah, well, actually, I dug out some numbers, actually, to uh, to look at this. As and you so, do. So, <laughs> so, yeah, as I do. You know, JB's the ideas guy. I'm the... Numbers guy. Yeah. Numbers guy. I'm a few ideas, mm. occasionally. Um, so 25th of May. So what are we, about a month and a week ago, the one-year swap rate was 5.74. Today, the one-year swap rate is just on just over 5.74. In other words, since the OCR hike, when interest rates did go up and all banks pushed yep. through uh, rate increases of about a quarter of a quarter cent or so from memory, yep. the swap rate, in other words, the funding sort of rate that banks hedge home loan rates at, hasn't moved one ota. But would it be perhaps be justified by, whole, by retail funding costs going up?
0: Well, I know you tell me. I, I don't think deposit rates have gone up at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, funny enough, the data. (laughs) Yeah, so if I look at the one-year TD rate, it has, for the whole industry, risen by about five basis points. So, settled at about 5.85%, which, funny enough, was where ASB's rate is and where they moved it up slightly to yesterday. So, conclusion was retail uh, costs aren't going up after the increases we've had um, post-OCR. Swap rates aren't going up, but the mortgage rate for one year got lifted um, you know more than a quarter percent
0: uh, yeah, well, twice right because it was increased about two weeks ago
1: yeah.
0: um, from about seven point uh, sorry six point eight five up to seven zero five yeah. and now it 's gone from seven oh five to seven twenty five so yeah.
1: it's pretty it 's so, pretty significant so you, you mentioned the word i think sneaky it 's sort of a pretty <laughs> t- but but what 's the rationale like why would a s b be pushing rates up, I mean, what's the game here?
0: So, well, I mean, this is uh, classic oligopoly theory, right, which okay. is, and uh, I mean, there's been a bit of chat about that with, um, with obviously, this um, competition review from the, the Commerce Study Commission's the Commerce, yeah, Yeah, so, um, I mean, look, there's two parts to this. So the first part is when banks change housing rates, there's always a first mover. Someone has to move first. No one likes to move first because they get the negative headlines. So when we were in the bank, you know, we were always like <laughs> hoping someone else would move first. No, no, first us, mover
1: right? when you're going down is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, it's a flurry to be the first mover down and the last to be the first mover up. Or the, yeah, well, you don't, well, want, to you don't want
0: to move first because whoever moves first gets all the negative headlines. Because as soon as you move rates up, you're going to be on the news that night. You know, it's going to be and and, and that's what ASBs. Done the last two moves, right? It, mm. it has led the market up, and both times it ends up on the six o'clock news. Mm. ASB increasing rates, you yeah. know, rates are going up. In fact, up. I
1: heard it yesterday on News Talk ZB at about 10 past six. Um, Heather Duplicy Allen was talking with uh, Nadine oh, Higgins, Higgins, from, Higgins from Enable, Enable. Me, and, and you know, Nadine was sort of hypothesizing that it was a margin grab because. Uh, mortgage growth is so low at the moment. So if you're a bank and you want to keep lifting your profits, and there's no balance sheet growth, you've got to lift your margin. What, what do you think of her you there? <laughs> well, hey, look, as a former GM of uh,
0: uh, products, you know, products for for one of the major banks, it is a margin grab. Okay. Um, it, it absolutely is that. Um, you know, and the interesting thing is that you know banks are at historically high margins at the moment because yeah. as well, the, as the OCR went up. <coughs> They obviously didn't pass it on to savers, and we've talked about that before, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, my favorite topic, JB.
0: (laughs) Yeah, your favorite topic. And so we've had margin expansion. Um, We're at the top of a cycle, and and what's interesting is that um, normally what would happen is as interest rates, as wholesale interest rates fall, um, the bank's going to suffer some margin contraction because, of course, they took all that margin from savers. And so that will contract on the way down. So they're gonna look for higher margins on the home loan book. We know Mm. that. We know Mm. that as rates start to fall, they're gonna be slow to pass it on to borrowers, gonna try and increase the size of those margins. And I think you could probably throw some data at me on that. Um, What's surprising is that they're doing that before rates even start to fall. You know, at the top Mm. of a cycle when net interest margins are the highest have been in as long as I can remember, Um, they're actually going for extra margin mm, mm. before rates start to fall. Yeah. I, I, I think, wasn't expecting I that. think
1: the bank interest margins have risen from about 2% to 2.4%. So, you mm. know, I guess stand back and go, we're hurting in this country. You know, New Zealanders are hurting. You know, our budgets are sort of squeezed by rising interest rates, rising prices and so on. There are crises yeah, yeah. crises all over the sort of show. At the same time, you know, bank interest margins have increased by f- 0.4% from 2%, and that's a 20 20 percent hike yeah. in profit margins in this market where you know New Zealanders are struggling. Like if you're a bank how do you justify that? Is that why we're having a market study? Well you know, absolutely right
0: mm. so th- this is the interesting thing so normally if we think about the market study for a second because we, we got a bit sidetracked um, you know you get a first mover who, someone has to move first. It, hmm. Everyone's reluctant to do it. Uh, ASB's done it the last two times now. But what's interesting is normally all the other banks will follow close behind.
1: So this is classic oligopoly behaviour. Right? One big olig- member yep. signals through doing a pricing move, hey guys, I've got <laughs> this idea, let's put our rates up and then the next guy sort of follows and yep. suddenly everyone's benefiting from a higher margin.
0: Well, and especially, especially in a and week...
1: perfectly legal?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what you're doing is you're moving your rates in anticipation that the others will follow. Mm-hmm. And you hope that they follow quickly because you don't want to be left out to dry, right? Yeah. So you move your rates. The thing is that, let, let's say ASB's moved this time. If no one followed them, mm. ASB will drop its rates. It will not hang itself out there for too long you know, but um, what it's relying on is that the rest of the market follows. If the rest of the market didn't follow, ASB will come back into the pack mm-hmm. and, and they will learn something, right? <laughs> Which is, um, hey, maybe that's not such a good idea at the moment, but generally speaking, everyone will follow. And the reason that they'll follow is, you know, essentially they're going, is the amount of additional volume I will get worth the cost? Yeah. Now, bear in mind that in the market in any given month, there's about $20 billion of mortgages repricing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. So,
0: you know, 10 basis points on, on $200 million is, what, $20 million?
1: On $20 billion, you
0: said? Uh, yeah, on $20 billion would yeah. be $20 oh. million dollars of yeah. yeah. annualised NII yeah. So if we've
1: got, got a whole lot of fixed rate loans maturing, there's no more volume, market's quite quiet. Yeah. Why not, eh? Yeah. So wow, it's a t-
0: twenty million dollars, and that's a month. So it's about two hundred and fifty million dollars over a year that you're playing with. And so when, when you sort of think about, and that's just ten basis points or one tenth of a percent, you know. So the difference between a rate of six point nine and seven percent, for for those that don't understand basis points, is it's, it's 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 a small difference in rate has a, f- a massive impact on the interest margin. Oh, sorry, net interest income. <coughs> so. And um, if you can't get lots of growth, then you would be crazy not to take the extra margin.
1: So if we sort of look at this move, 25.25%, so that's what, 50 million bucks a month. Mm. So if the whole industry follows ASB leads, the industry's better off by 50 million bucks a month than New Zealand is, but yeah. worse f- off, and savers aren't the benefactors of that because their rates mm. haven't changed. So I suppose what we'd say is, if rates for savers all went up tomorrow 0.25%, you'd stand back and go it's fair. Yeah. If that doesn't happen, it ain't fair.
0: Well this is just taking extra revenue, isn't yeah. it? Which is which yeah. is what we said at the start. This is this mm. is this is a margin grab. So
1: do you think the other banks will follow ASB? I mean it's a pretty well, bold move from ASB actually, eh?
0: yeah mm-hmm. it is um especially when you've got a competition study underway that's
1: <laughs> yeah, well, um, like a closet. you know uh,
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't a lot of debate inside the bank on that but 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 maybe there was, who knows um look, I don't think they'll like the attention that it's getting mm. um you know from the media and I guess even from us talking about it on a podcast right mm. um mm that um you know no one likes to be kind of taking all the heat on this mm. you know um what will be interesting is to see you know whether the other banks follow how quickly yeah. they follow um i i would expect them to follow mm. um the one of the interesting things here is that um ASB's just gone through financial year end
1: okay so 30th of june, 30th so of june. just started a new financial year yeah and now. It, now I remember back in my days at Westpac, and you probably had similar at ANZ, this is 15 years ago, we had this thing called revenue initiatives. (laughs) Do you remember that word? Yeah, yeah. What are revenue initiatives? I was the
0: head of revenue (laughs) (laughs) initiatives.
1: What are Um, revenue initiatives then?
0: uh, Oh, look, so, I mean... What's interesting is, yeah, they're going through financial year end. So they've gone into a new plan year. And I think the thing that happens with banks is that when you're in a financial year, you don't really worry too much about the next year, right? You're you're so busy focused on this year's result. Mm. And then as soon as you get through this year's result or you're getting close to year end, suddenly you wake up to your next financial year and you're like, oh crap, you know. (laughs) There's a gap, you know. I've I've, I've got a revenue gap, I've got a problem, I've got to close, and then you're rushing to figure out how to close it. The interesting thing for most of our banks is that they're having an absolute stonker of a year, right? They've had this mm. massive margin expansion off the back of the savings accounts. Um, so, so most of them are sitting on you know, record profit numbers, they had mm. really good half-year results, and they're gonna have really good year-end results. But most of our banks, the year-end is 30 September.
1: right?
0: So they're just going into the final quarter <laughs> of what is an absolute stellar year. Mm. They're not thinking about next year yet. Mm. ASB is because they've <laughs> moved. They're the okay. first one to move into a new financial year. Yeah. And I think what you're seeing is that they're looking at next yeah. year's plan going, Oh shit.
1: Yeah. So back to this really low balance sheet growth. So I was looking at some numbers, funnily enough, mm. and um <laughs> what I found was that home lending growth is at the lowest level since two thousand and eleven, which is you know, post GFC. Post-GFC. Yeah. So back in December 2011, the market uh, grew 0.3% on a rolling um, three-month basis. At the moment, it's round about two, just over 2%. But, you know, go back uh, six months, it was 4%. Go back uh, 18 months, you know, we're up at, you know, two years ago, it was up at sort of 9%, 10% sort of thing. So I guess it was that balance sheet growth with flat margins or even lower margins was generating really good revenue growth and profitability now it's not the balance sheet growth that's generating that which is sort of back to that point that some of the commentators have sort of made in the last day or two
0: yeah i mean look when a banks gonna have a bad year um because <laughs> like i mean it used to but i mean back when we first started in banking banking wasn't all that profitable eh? i'm thinking mm. back in the sort of early 2000s and stuff mm. um uh, actually sorry 90s the 90s we were ticking over doing reasonably well but this phenomenal profitability growth that the banks have seen has has been something, sort of post 2000, mm. um, and as you say, most of it off the back of de- debt fueled growth. You know, mm. massive mm. increase in the amount of housing debt, mm. um, equally big increase in um, deposits as well, yeah. right? Mm. It sort of happened on both sides of the balance sheet. Um, it's uh yeah, look, it's 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one, but they've they've just year after year they've had these great profit numbers. I think the thing is that if you think back into, I'm thinking probably back into the early to mid 2000s where we put all of these fees on consumers, right? There were Mm. honor fees and all sorts of fees, uh, account fees, transaction fees and stuff. I think that's gradually unwound Mm. over the last 10 years or so. Um, As the banks have done really well with net interest margin, they've backed out of doing fees. Fees were hated by consumers. most of banks' revenue now is coming through the balance sheet.
1: yeah.
0: Um, mm. And so far, I guess, the regular punter out there from lending and deposits. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, they're managing it through this NII margin. You've got to say, I mean, they're in for a bit of a challenging time going forward because they're not going to have the balance sheet growth like they've had.
1: Mm.
0: And they are going to face some level of net interest income margin contraction, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think that's because a couple of factors. One is, obviously, we are going to go into a falling rate environment and that windfall that they got from savings accounts will disappear. Um, but I think also just with competitive pressure... With so much noise in this space now, it's going to be harder and harder for them to manage that yeah. revenue through NII.
1: So smaller um, bonuses, at banks coming up then maybe. Well, you've
0: got. <laughs> I've been calling it for years. I've, I've felt for years that we were going to come into this. I, I thought this was going to happen seven or eight years ago, and it never did. But but I kind of feel that we're getting to a point where. You know they are going to be in for a hard patch and and maybe that's what ASB's starting to wake up too faster than the rest because yeah. they've gone into that new financial year already yeah
1: yeah yeah okay um, hey so what's uh, with with rates you know up at ASB and maybe up at all the other banks I mean it will depend a bit on the media attention ASB gets I suspect but what what's the best term for borrowers right now I oh, look
0: I'd still say one year it's a bit of a it's a bit of a um it's a bit of an open one that one right like i would say one year because i'm firmly of the view that um, that we've overcorrected, that rates are too high mm. and that the brick wall that we're driving the economy into will hit us mm. harder than most people realize mm. and that will force us to start lowering rates mm. faster than most people are anticipating, and and my argument to that would be that's what happens every time, right? We're too slow to put rates up, and we're and we're too slow to put them down. Yeah, you know we always just tend to overcorrect on, on at both ends of the cycle. So, I I kind of feel that we're going to have a pretty serious slowdown, and I, I think you know I honestly think that the Reserve Bank will get quite nervous about it. They're not yet. yeah, but. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, the key is inflation, right, when inflation starts to decline. Well, well I, and, I, I, th- yeah. I think
0: the really scary word's deflation. Really? Yeah. Really? I mean, the, if there's one thing that scares reserve banks more than inflation, it's deflation. Well,
1: I guess you've seen that in the housing market where you've had deflation for, what, about, is it 18 months, I think? Yeah, and what happens is the market seizes up, no one wants to buy. Yeah, you know, sellers become desperate. The price goes down. Why would I buy today if I can get it cheaper tomorrow? Yeah, so de- deflation is a very dangerous sort of thing, and, and generalized um, across the economy. Anyway, maybe that's a conversation for another day. So anyway, you're, what you're saying is keep keep short. I've seen one or two arguments for why people should sort of go maybe as long as three years on the basis that rates don't fall soon but yeah you're... but you
0: know that's uh, that you know that rates don't fall soon but they
1: won't go up right so mm. why would you fix for three years um 6.29 compared to you know 6.99 i guess is yeah, the argument. yeah yeah oh, yeah 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 well fair
0: enough yeah. um, i think
1: the thing is though rates move surprisingly fast yeah i remember having this conversation with my daughter about 2.99% five-year rates, and she could have got 2.29 for one year. And it was like, oh, rates don't rise, you know, rates won't rise that fast, you know, 2.19. And, you know, even if rates rise a percent, you're still better off. Well, 5% later, Yeah. Look, <laughs> luckily she didn't listen to me and she took five years at 2.99, but. she's well, one
0: of the few. <laughs> like, I, I mean, a lot of us made that mistake, right? Thinking that rates would probably stay lower for longer. Um, I think we we were fixing people out to two to three years, but mm. not not out to five. Mm. Um, the um, and you're right. I mean, it would have would have been would have been a good thing to do at the time. Interesting enough, the five year swap rate would have gone up because there wouldn't have been enough funding out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, so let's uh, wrap it up. So will the ANZ, BNZ, Kiwi Bank, and Westpac follow ASB and lift their one, two, and three year home loan rates by a quarter percent or so? Yes or no, JB? Uh, I'm going yes. Yes, oh, I'm in the no camp because I think podcasts like this and the media comment will have an influence, and all you bankers out there sort of this thing will um, reflect on uh, on. Uh, Taking extra doing... margin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps doing what's right for Kiwi. <laughs> hey, um, just thinking forward to next week. I wonder if we should sort of look at some of the new entrants to New Zealand, like Revolut publicly announced they're in New Zealand this week, and we've got Dosh the local guys, and we've had. Why is, so perhaps that's a topic for next week, looking at sort of new entrants into the banking market in New Zealand?
0: Yeah, well, and, and and maybe um, uh, banks that are leaving, like HSBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got to say, will Kookman continue to have a retail presence in New Zealand when they get fined $11 million yeah, yeah. from the Commerce Commission? Yeah,
1: hot off the press a few minutes ago. So, hey, banking's never boring. <laughs> <laughs> Bankers, uh, well, well, leave judgment on that, but um, this is... David Cunningham and, and JB. Okay, signing off. See you next week. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or things you'd like us to talk about in the future, get in touch with us at david at squirrel.co.nz or john at squirrel.co.nz. And please do share this uh, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not financial advice or a recommendation of any financial product. Any commentary provided are personal views and are not necessarily representative of the opinions of Squirrel. As always, we recommend seeking professional investment or mortgage advice before taking any action.